1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply in South Wales. Authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: But we've got Jeremy LaLiga uh, ready and rearing to go on the line as we find out uh, just what the NBL's having to do to, to be nimble, to pivot, uh, to continue to keep the season alive after COVID reared uh, its ugly head again. Uh, a case uh, that... Uh, could have some serious ramifications for it. And there's certainly a lot of close contacts to the one positive test in Perth has uh, put the uh, AFLW uh, into some disarray. So too the BBL finals and so too the MBL. So the commissioner, always so generous with his time, has been good enough to jump on the line. Hello, Jeremy.
0: G'day, Sam. Good to talk to you. and Thanks for taking an interest this close to the season. It's been an absolute bumper so far. And we're just riding another one of those, those little turbulent waves again uh, into round four, but that's okay. We'll overcome it.
1: I, uh, I remember you speaking before the season started that you, you, you'd lost count of how many different schedules and draws that you'd had to draw up and throw in the bin and redo, uh, given everything that COVID was dishing up. Uh, so here you go again. Um, just take us through what the situation currently is for the Perth Wildcats, who had a, a game postponed because of the positive test, where they're at and, uh, and what's happening with the rest of and any other affected games coming into round four.
0: Yeah, look, they were scheduled to play a game yesterday against New Zealand in Perth, which was ironically postponed because a few of the players from New Zealand uh, had colds and coughs, and, and so we thought it prudent that they shouldn't travel in, in uh, accordance with travel guidelines of the state and the airlines, so they remained in South Australia, which is probably just as well, because only 24 hours later, we, of course, find out that pretty much everyone's closing their borders to Western Australia, and uh, had New Zealand travelled there for the game on Sunday, they would, they would now be in the same position as the Wildcats, which is having to relocate yet again. I think this is now the, the fifth or sixth team that we've had to relocate for at least some period of time in order to ensure that uh, the best part of our schedule remains intact. And so whilst we've had to postpone that game from Sunday and we're also postponing the game that was due to be played in Perth this coming Friday, Um, We are otherwise hopeful that most things will otherwise remain unchanged and at present the Wildcats have have flown into Sydney and we're doing everything we can at the moment to ensure that uh, they'll be able to play their game against Melbourne United in Bendigo uh, this coming Sunday.
1: Uh, I loved seeing uh, the NBL uh, in Bendigo, by the way. It was uh, my hometown and it was just great to see the response. And we'll talk about that uh, in just a minute. But um, does, it, does the flow on here, is there concerns or is it, is it the, the need to take that kind of decisive and quick action that keeps things like the 36-game festival that's uh, a couple of weeks away from getting going in Melbourne, it keeps that uh, alive and, and doable?
0: That's absolutely right we've We've acted as swiftly as we could in the circumstances um make sure that we had somewhere to fly them into that was that was safe and welcoming and uh, and then you'd need to jump through some of the procedural hoops from there to make sure that they're that they are where they need to be in order to play their next game so you've got to be very very nimble at the moment um you've got to be willing to to change and there will be some changes to the schedule as a result of this, so uh they shouldn't be. Um, major changes to anything that's already been published. But as you know, we're releasing schedule at the moment on a a weekly basis with a two-week rolling schedule made available to the public. And this has proven uh, that that's probably a good thing to do because some of those games that haven't yet been published but which we had pencilled in will need to change as a result. But thankfully, that will have minimal disruption on the public uh, because they hadn't yet been published but it is having a very considerable impact on our teams and so they've been extremely cooperative and and gracious I've got to say in terms of being as flexible as they are and accommodating what are absolutely less than um, than ideal uh, scheduling arrangements but everyone's just very keen to get through this season as best we can and in front of as many fans as possible.
1: So with the South East Melbourne Phoenix given that they've played Melbourne United since playing uh, the Wildcats, mm-hmm. and you might have touched on it just before, but d- does it does that have an effect now on Melbourne United? Do Melbourne United need to quarantine or, or lockdown or, or no, anything no. like that? Is that how far this goes? or?
0: And Melbourne United aren't required to do anything further at this stage. The players from South Melbourne Phoenix are required to test, I believe, um, and uh, um, I think they're not training until they've returned a negative test, which will be pretty prompt. Yeah. Um, and uh uh then they'll be given the all clear to go back, assuming everything comes back negative- negative they'll be given the all clear to resume training as well, but no, it doesn't extend as far as Melbourne United unless of course something would happen uh you know in the, in respect of southeast east melbourne if if anyone did return a positive test, then of course you would need to then consider Melbourne United close contact, I would imagine, and go through the testing process with them also.
1: So Friday's round four game, Perth and New Zealand, RAC Arena. That's postponed. Thursday night scheduled game between the Bullets and, the United, uh, and Melbourne United. That's now going to Friday. And then Cairns and New Zealand uh, will play in Cairns uh, this Saturday. So that's great that those can uh, un- unfold like that. Um, how... How, I mean, fascinating. To know, how many backup plans on backup plans do do you have? Given what's going on in the world at the moment, Jeremy, it's
0: it's very difficult to have backup plans um, in a in a fixed sense. Uh, you, you have to have a backup plan, I guess, insofar far as a willingness to change. But I mean, take take the one case in Western Australia as a really good example. It's one case, and so there's really no um predicting how each state is going to react to that, not with any degree of certainty anyway. I mean, yesterday we were thinking, well, one case, maybe a couple of states will close their borders, but hopefully the Wildcats will still be able to jump on a plane and come into Victoria. Now, that, that isn't the case unless we go through a pretty rigorous testing um, and exemption process. So we're going through all of those processes now, but you know, it, I guess it was a flip of a coin as to which Premier and Chief Health Officer reacts which way and which states are going to be open and which states are going to be closed. So you really just have to work with the, the hand that's been dealt with you as each one of these instances arises um, and, and go from there. That's, that's all you can do.
1: Oh, I certainly don't envy you. So any changes to, to fixtures sort of moving forward over the next couple of rounds before everybody... Converges on Melbourne just to make sure that everybody gets to Melbourne in, in 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 the timely manner and in an unaffected manner.
0: Look, there probably will be, but as I said, they're, they're not fixtures that will affect the public because they're not games that are, for the most part, games that have been on sale anyway. Other than some games, I guess that were scheduled uh, back in the first iteration of the of the schedule and and that was released to the public and a few games went on sale. So we're trying to minimise any disruption in respect of games that were already on sale and move around those pieces uh, that that won't have an impact on the public. Now, uh, that may not be the case. We may have to move one or two games or change an opponent here or there, but we we try and do whatever we can to mitigate the effect on on the public. And, And again, the clubs are incredibly uh, cooperative and adaptive in terms of trying to do the same and, and minimise impact on even the other club's fans which is great and it's exactly the spirit of the competition that we're, we're so proud of. Um, you mentioned earlier the flow and the consequences for this coming round and uh, Brisbane's game being shifted from Thursday night to Friday night uh, is I guess the most significant um, and we apologise for it but it's uh, it's for the benefit for the longer term of the schedule and we have to do as much as we can now to fit these games in prior to the Hub so that we're not putting too much pressure on the schedule for the back half of the season after the Hub. And uh, I tell you what, though, we're looking forward to getting all nine teams into Victoria and having essentially three and a half, four weeks of, uh, of steady time to, to play a huge number of games in controlled circumstances and hopefully that'll buy us time to be able to cement in the rest of the schedule with a bit of certainty.
1: Yeah, we're absolutely looking forward to that. And I think uh, all the players are too. Um, it's going to be just brilliant to have that festival of basketball happening in Melbourne. Just a question off the text, Jeremy, in terms of Sydney now, is how close are we to getting games uh, going uh, in terms of Sydney and, and New South Wales more more broadly?
0: I think we're very close. I think there's a very real prospect of seeing games in New South Wales prior to the hub. Um, I think there's a prospect of, of games both uh, in Wollongong featuring the Hawks and in Sydney featuring the Kings. And so we're continuing to work with their respective uh, or with the New South Wales Health Department uh, and their respective venues to, to, try and, uh, to try and get some live basketball away in New South Wales before the hub.
1: Jeremy, you're always so generous with your time. I really appreciate it. Congrats on what you've been able to do with the season so far. There's been some brilliant basketball played. It's been just very, very high-caliber stuff, and we can't wait for the festival to kick off in Melbourne. Um, congrats to you and all the team for, for the work that you're doing. It's um, it's brilliant.
0: Thank you very much, Sam. It really has been a cracking start to the season, and, and uh, let's just cross our fingers and hope that it can continue in that vein because the quality of basketball so far this season has been just as good as we've ever seen, if not better. And uh, long may those close finishes continue.
1: Absolutely. Thank you very much, uh, the Commissioner of the NBL, Jeremy La Liga. Uh, I don't know if he's ever said no to, to coming on for a chat. Uh, he's a very, very good man and doing it. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.